tools, then strategies, then dreams. Yeah. Strategies and tools are not unique. You have access to the same tools everybody else has. Strategies, they're there. They're not unique to you. The dreams are unique to you. We are here with some great news. You are probably under dreaming when it comes to what you can afford to enjoy in your retirement. Wait, huh? Yeah, there are three tiers to Josh's hierarchy of financial thinking, tools, strategies, and the most fun of all, dreams. But how do each of those contribute to your retirement? Which of those should you focus on and which should you let an advisor help with? Well, keep on listening, friend, because Josh and I talk all about it today. This is the Retirement Equals Freedom podcast. Your host, Josh Brettel, is the owner of FSR Wealth Strategies. For the last two decades, he's been helping fine folks like you thrive in their retirement. And me, I'm Dave, Josh's longtime friend, co-host, and general fan of free food. I'm here to keep the show lighthearted and fun. So now, let me, let you, let me end this introduction so you can enjoy the show and maybe even some of my singing. FSR Wealth Management is a registered investment advisor located in Elmhurst, Illinois. Information and opinions contained in this audio have been arrived at by FSR Wealth Advisors. All information herein is for informational purposes and should not be construed as investment advice. It does not constitute an offer, solicitation, or recommendation to purchase any security. FSR is not providing legal, tax, accounting, or financial planning advice in this audio. These views are as of the date of its publication and are subject to change. Thunder only happens when it's raining. Do you sing at home? With Players them? only love you when they're playing. Do you, do you know what song that? I mean, you are majestic. Thank you. And it's hard to tell the difference yeah. between you and Stevie Nicks from Fleetwood Mac. Oh, man. I know. Uh, to answer your question, do I sing at home? To the point where I'm in the shower and I can hear Landon screaming, Donna, stop singing. So I'm always singing. Not only that, but I will I will just take random chunks of conversations and turn it into a song or a jingle. You can take random chunks of a song mm-hmm. and just kind of turn them into whatever. To whatever I want. Mm-hmm. Man, that art degree really paid off. It's a skill and I'm teaching Landon too. Did I tell you I now have Landon listening to like – soundtracks for movies but like movies that i like some sleepy hollow he loves a sleepy hollow soundtrack he loves like the paranorman and the core line and all those like creepy movie soundtracks he knows composers names now like does danny elfman have any new music data? <laughs> like in fact he does he has a new movie coming out so it just makes my heart happy <laughs> <laughs> he is adorable yeah man kids rule Dave, we are doing yeah. two podcasts in a day here. I know. So this is our second one. We we recorded the one on fees just before this. I'm exhausted. You and I get really into talking to each other, which <laughs> I find funny. This is our third day this week we've been together, mm-hmm. but we can't cut to the chase on a podcast because we put this microphone in front of us and headphones on and we have to talk about random stuff. It's so true. Now, let's be fair, though. When I am here doing work stuff with you, it's really hard to pin you down for more than like 10 minutes because you're wearing 17 hats. Yeah, that, that is it, true. 
So when we actually have doors closed, no distractions except for coffee and food, we got stuff to talk about, man. Well, speaking of food, yeah, mm-hmm. we didn't on the last podcast we didn't do what did Josh oh, and Dave eat for yeah, lunch today. Yeah. And I wanna thank you because I was busy all morning long and you showed up at twelve o'clock, my meeting ended at twelve thirty, and you had waiting for me the crepe of the month from New Crepes, which by the time this comes out recorded, it won't be the crepe of the month anymore. Yeah. But it's unbelievable. The wee wee. The, the wee wee. wee. Niall, uh, you were on the phone when I came to pick up our lunch today, but I wanted to beg of you to consider making this a permanent item. I think it fits in really nice with your savory uh, other please. items. It's out of this world. But my sister-in-law, Amanda, texted me a few weeks ago mm-hmm. and said, did New Crepes buy time on your podcast for as much as you guys talk about them? <laughs> so if you guys go to New Crepes, tell them you heard about them from Josh and Dave on the Retirement Equals Freedom podcast. Trust me, he knows Josh and Dave. Dave, I have a question for you. Yeah, it's here. I'd like you to tell me about something you did recently. I got a text message, a text string that we're on with all of our high school friends. Yeah. And it's a picture of you or a video of you in the car. Yeah. You were about to go play basketball for the first time in like 15 years. I remember this video. Tell, tell me about this. I sent you all a before and after video. Well, I didn't see the after. No. Yeah, there's an after one. It's pretty funny. It made Chris laugh. So, <laughs> My neighbor of mine has been asking me since I moved in to join him for like a men's basketball, like a recreational middle of the day basketball pickup game at our local rec center in Glen Ellen. And I've blown him off for five years. I finally stopped blowing him off and I took him up on it. And it's been about eight years since I picked up a basketball. So according to my friend, Joe, Joe, I'm going to make you listen to this. You told me that it would be a bunch of old guys just getting some exercise in. It was anything but that, Josh. Have you ever seen super obese seals get out of the water and climb up onto the sand to try to get a snack from a human. Actually, yeah, I have. Yeah, you have. That was me by like the third time going down the court. (laughs) I couldn't breathe. I was tempted to fake an injury just so I could leave the court. I mean, it was awful. And I've been running for three, four weeks, like eating better. No, nothing like basketball shape. So first game, not awful. Second game is when the morbid obesity really kicked in. Oh, man. I mean, to the point where I could not run back on offense. The few times I did, one of the times I made a really nice cut. Like, my mind is still there. I know how to get open and play the game. My body just will not allow me to. I made a cut, got a pass, wide open layup, missed it. Oh, I know how that feels. Got the rebound, still wide open, airballed the (laughs) next attempt, which at that point I threw my hands up and said, yep, this is how it's going to be. At any point, did you look to see if they had a defibrillator in the gym? <laughs> I was promised they'd have one nearby. <laughs> I, so it took a few days to recover, Josh. I'm so glad I did it because it's one of my loves of life. I'm really proud of you for doing that. Appreciate it. It's really cool. I mean, you love basketball. And I do. At one point, you were decent. It's one of the few things I was good at. <laughs> <laughs> Not defense, though. I don't play defense. Well, you actually, I remember afterwards, you said, I even played defense. I did. I like dove and had a steal, and the guys were like, Oh, great play, Dave. I'm like, I actually tripped and just happened to hit the ball, but <laughs> I'll take credit for it. This podcast is everything. It's even a sports podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, as we've learned in the prior few podcasts, we've got a new ep- new segment, Get to Know Josh and Dave. And I thought, let's kind of see what they have to say here. Okay. Yeah. What? What? Okay. 
Hey, Mr. Josh, let's take a break. You've been talking for so long and my ears are sore. Let's not make them snore. Listening shouldn't be a chore. So let's get to know Josh and Dave and watch a rating soar. Oh, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's pretty good. I appreciate it. The new version's shorter, and it I think it sounds better. We'll see who who can judge that one. I like it. So I picked the question today. The question comes from the card for... uh, I think these are funny. Like people can't come up with questions, but it is a random thing. That why would you ask him? Yeah, and this is a simple one. Okay, have you ever eaten food from the floor? Oh, d- this morning I did. <laughs> here, right here. Right yeah, here. absolutely. Oh, the floor thing doesn't bother me. The whole three second rule. It's more like three minutes to me. And uh, you have a sanitation license. I well, I did that. It probably expired twenty four years ago. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I did pass that test. <laughs> yeah, food on the floor doesn't bother me. Okay, unless it's like uh, wet, slimier food. Yeah, but. How about you? I have no problem with it, but I do have a food in the floor story. I don't know if I've told you this before, but when my twins were young, when the boys were young, they were like a year old, they're crawling around the house everywhere, and they were eating Cheerios. Mm. And we used to take these Cheerios and we put them in a bowl, and they would do what every kid do is they'd pick the bowl and they'd spill it on the floor. Yeah, yeah. And after the nine millionth time, you got tired of picking the Cheerios up and putting them back in the bowl so they could eat them. We left them on the floor. Yeah. And it yeah. got to the point where we'd stop putting the bowl out and we'd just put Cheerios on the floor. <laughs> like the a boys. dog. It was. <laughs> but it was just me and my wife and the boys in the house. What did it matter? So my wife's cousin, uh, Trisha, came over. Trisha is awesome. Trisha has one of the cleanest houses you've ever been to in your entire life. You literally could eat off her floor. Mm. It's probably so clean. Mm-hmm. And she came over and the boys to see the house and see the boys. And the boys had Cheerios on the floor. Mm. And Trisha sees them and sees, I don't know if it's Alex or Zach, pick one up and we'll put them in her mouth. And she goes running over. <laughs> She's like, no, boys, you can't eat that. And she grabs the Cheerios <laughs> off the floor and picks them up. And she oh, hands no. them to my wife and I and goes, they were about to eat these. And my wife and I were too embarrassed to say, oh, we're like, oh, thank you for oh picking those up. Oh, we're so embarrassed. Yeah. I, they, they never do that. They never do that. And the boys looked at her like, you took her bird. <laughs> Give me my Cheerios. Devil woman. <laughs> so whenever I think about eating out the floor, I think of Trisha stealing Cheerios from my boys. <laughs> oh, well, today's podcast, when I told you I what I wanted to talk about, I don't think I told you this is one of my favorite things to talk about with clients. Food? It's not any well, no. Other than food. <laughs> oh, okay. It is one of my favorite things to talk about. I'm going to step back here. And this is what I refer to as the hierarchy of financial thinking. Most people never get off the lowest rung of thinking about things. I call this dreams, strategies, and tools. All right. So let's start with the lowest level. The lowest level is tools. And tools are all the things you need from a financial perspective to retire. Okay. Okay. All the things you could possibly have. So social security is a tool. Cash in the bank is a tool. Your IRA is a tool. Mutual funds are a tool. 401ks are tools. Stocks, bonds, you know, you name it. Tools are out there. And we can go through the list of tools. Now, most people stop right there. They think, do I have the best tools? Can I get a better tool? Do I need a different tool? I mean, it's kind of like you and I with this podcast. Do I have the best microphone? Can I get a better microphone? Should I need nine microphones? For sure. For sure. But they think, do I have the best mutual fund? Should I get a bigger mutual fund? Should I get a different mutual fund? And most advisors even, you know, they'll even compete. They'll be like, well, I have better tools. And this tool is what you really need. Tools are important. You have to have tools. But they're the least important of the hierarchy. Does that make sense? 
It does. I need tools to build things for clients, but the tool itself is not important. It's the strategies. It's the planning. That's far more important. Correct. Correct. So that takes one level up. It's the strategies. Mm -hmm. There's over 60 different strategies that we utilize for a client. But not every client needs all 60. In fact, in most, we're usually implementing 10 to 12 of them. But there's different strategies that, that get to be used. And there's strategies for maximizing income. You know, where's income coming from? There's strategies to help with asset allocation. You know, how do you minimize risk? How do you minimize volatility? There's things to do along those lines. There's strategies for taxes. How do you minimize income taxes, estate taxes, capital gains? Like, there's all these strategies, and they work together. Are these strategies that you – these are like – FSR strategies. Yeah, these right, are yeah. these are strategies. Now, they're not unique to us. Sure. We just tend to know a lot of them and how to use them, but they're strategies that are there. So I always compare this. We talked about basketball, and I'm going to switch sports here and go to golf. I'm a terrible golfer. You and I have golfed together a long time ago. You may actually be worse than me, but um, I'm a terrible golfer. If I were to compare this to golf, tools are the clubs, okay? Right. You could buy me the most expensive clubs in the world. They could be custom fit like to my size and – Blah, 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 blah. I'm still not going to break 100. Mm -hmm. But I could play with my 15-year-old set of golf clubs. If you magically overnight gave me the swing of the best PGA player in the world, mm -hmm. and I'd be breaking 80 every day. Yeah, my totally. clubs almost mean nothing at that point in time. So <laughs> Sorry, I just yawned. <laughs> you did. I mean, you've been drinking Cometeer coffee all oh, afternoon. That's embarrassing. And you just yawned in one of my favorite stories. My bad. That's all right. Two podcasts, that's going to wear you out. And you're giving the introduction tonight to the yeah, seminar. We're all in Ooh, trouble. man. <laughs> but the strategies, the swing there is far more important. But one level up from that are what we call dreams. So tools, then strategies, and the top level is dreams. Tools, then strategies, then dreams. Yeah. Okay? Yep. Strategies and tools are not unique. You have access to the same tools everybody else has. Yeah. Strategies, they're there. They're not unique to you. The dreams are unique to you. To you, the retiree. To you, the retiree. And as a retiree, everyone comes from a different background, a different perspective. There's different things that you want to do. Some people have goals. They want to travel around the world by 70 years old. They want to pay for – some people want to pay for their grandkids' college. Some people want to – you name it. Like, dreams are there. And Anybody want to open up an arcade? No, but that's yours. That's mine. That's yours. There are people that want to start second businesses. The people want to open up a, a restaurant or, you know, people come up with all sorts of dreams. Mm -hmm. And when we sit down with people the first time, we call it our vision visit. And that vision visit is trying to see what their dreams are mm -hmm. because the dreams are what shape what strategies you use. Because if your dream is to fund an endowment for your grandkids, grandkids, grandkids college, yeah. it's going to be different than if you tell me, I want to spend every last penny and have my last check bounce. There's different dreams that come into play. Sure. So back to our golf analogy, we have the clubs, we have the swing, and then the dreams are knowing which direction you're going to go. Ooh. So they're knowing where the hole is at. Okay. Does that make sense? I like it. Do you account for like slices and yeah oh okay you kind of have to yeah i mean if you think about it we can really deep dive deep into yeah, this into this, the this metaphors golf of golf metaphor. and retirement when we talk about this hierarchy here where most people focus like i said is the tools 
And there's even advisors that they only have two or three tools available to them. So that's all they focus on. You know, if you're building a house and the only thing you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. That's the old saying that they have here. Focusing on those strategies is infinitely more important. But the last thing you have to, to be concerned about is those strategies fit to your dreams. Now, what I always say about dreams is your dreams today are different than they were 10 years ago. For most retirees, 10 years ago, you were probably thinking about when I was going to retire, if I was going to retire. The dreams change sure. that's there. 10 years from now, your dreams could change again. And that's okay that you have those those strategies that are fundamental that you can adapt with you that's out there. Does that make sense, David? <sighs> yes, dreams. It makes total sense. And sometimes it's very simplistic, but it's something that if it's so simple, why aren't you doing it? Why aren't you executing on it? And why aren't we thinking about this? Let's stop focusing so much on the tools. The tools are important. You have to have the tools. But let's focus instead on the strategies that are going to be there for your dreams. So is this something you talk about with everybody that comes in for that vision visit? Yeah. I, I always tell them the vision visit has two goals. Mm -hmm. The first is to understand what your dreams are and try and grasp that. Part of every dream is having how much you're going to spend. Like Everyone has that idea. I'm going to spend $2,000 a month. I'm going to spend $5,000 a month. I'm going to spend $10,000 a month, whatever it might be. Right. But once we understand what your dreams are, then we take a snapshot of where you are right now. And that's where our advisor brains work. Okay, here's where you are now. Here's the dreams you want to achieve. How are we going – what strategies are going to be needed in order to get there? It doesn't really matter how much money you have then. In that case, when you retire, it's you have to you have to figure out what you want to do and how much you need to do it. Correct. Hmm. And for some people, I mean, this goes back to a couple episodes ago when we talked about do I have enough to retire? Oh, yeah. Well, if your dream is you want to take a round-the-world vacation, you know, first class every year for – you know, the next 10 years and you've got $100,000 to your name, well, your dream's unattainable. Yeah. But most people don't have that problem. Most people are very realistic and they're actually under dreaming. Oh, know, wow. One of my favorite. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Most people that we talk to, they don't think they can do enough. You know, they don't think big enough. Wow. So one of my, and that's fear. Fear happens a lot. One of my favorite things as an advisor is, and this happens as the relationship deepens, mm -hmm. is when someone comes back and they realize that the fear is gone. They, they no longer worry about survival. And we start talking about what are their bigger dreams? What else can you do? So, you know, once you've been retired for a couple of years and you say, hey, my accounts aren't going down as much as I thought they were, or they're still going up, you know, you start thinking, well, what else am I going to do? That is one of my favorite things. So you say, you know, it takes time to get to know them. But once you know them, you know, there's all these things that they don't even think about. Mm. So it could be as simple as someone's taking their dream vacation to Europe. And they've been thinking about this for years and years and years. And you know they're never going to spend their pile of money. And you suggest maybe you should upgrade to business class and airfare. Oh, Their eyes get really big and they're like, can we really do that? I don't want to spend that much money. Yeah. And that gets back to our, our last episode. Are you getting what it's what it's worth? If you have the ability, some people really some people say, no, no, I'm never gonna do that. But right. it's it's still something that they don't even think the possibility is there. Right. Like they're just afraid to like spoil themselves. Yeah. And it's not even spoil themselves. It, it could be, you know, I never thought I could do this for my kids or grandkids, or I never thought I could do take this extra vacation. Or there's all sorts of things. Yeah. How about splurge? They're afraid to splurge. Is that better than yeah. spoil? Yeah. Uh -huh. Or live. Dave, yes. title of this podcast, Okay, Retirement Equals Freedom. Yeah. As wait, wait. It's our podcast? It's our podcast. Can you oh, believe that? Oh, I did. Oh, okay. I've been looking for a good name for it. 
<laughs> well, we're 18, 17 episodes in. We better find one. Mm-hmm. Um, but that freedom comes from all the things you think about over your life of what you're going to do when you retire. And those are your dreams. And if all of a sudden you've been thinking for 20, 30, 40, 50 years of your life, and now you're too afraid to execute on them, that's a problem. If I can help someone execute on those dreams with the strategies that come into place, man, what a good feeling it is. Great feeling. You'll be sleeping good that night. I will. Hit that button for me. Oh, man. Dave relates to retirees. Yeah. I'm a simple man, Josh. You know this, right? But I have a dream. (laughs) <laughs> he's just, he's giving a silent laugh right now. <laughs> I have a dream that when I retire, my freezer will be full of Cometeer coffee and pudding cakes. And that I'll have a full-blown arcade in my basement. Josh, what strategies and tools do I need to accomplish my dream? <laughs> <What? It's, laughs> I mean... I am channeling my inner MLK Jr., but... It was kind of like your inner... The, the I Have a Dream was the MLK, but it was kind of like a parody of someone doing a parody yeah. of Barack, too. I, I'm like, wow, I just kind of sound like Barack a little bit with the way I was pacing my words. It, so, I have a dream <laughs> to play basketball without dying. <laughs> is that better? It is. <laughs> but... <laughs> How about this? I have a dream of having an indoor basketball court with a built-in arcade with a freezer full of pudding cakes and commentary coffee. Mr. Advisor, let's get there. I'm going to make an assumption here (laughs) that you're paying for it all. (laughs) (laughs) That you're in a different spot in your life than you are right now. Yeah, it's say six months from now. Six six months from now. (laughs) Um, You know how I said most people don't come in here with – unobtainable dreams mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i'm worried that may have been one but the freezer full of coffee we could do so here's how you do this and we'll put in cakes and coffee and put in cakes. okay yeah. it and here's why i i probably say that is it comes from the second part of that is taking a snapshot of where you are now so you have this dream you have this desire you have this want and we have to put some sort of financial perspective to it so what is that going to cost? What's what's it going to cost to fill our freezer with commentary coffee to build you an arcade and mm-hmm. uh, the pudding cakes? I mean, I'll bring the pudding cakes. Okay. So don't worry about that. Thank you. But what, what's that going to cost? And where do you sit now? So you have your wife's, her salary, you have your savings, you have whatever pension. So we look at the tools that you have and we say, okay, what can we do strategically to make that come true? I like how you say that word, by the way strategically yeah it's so cool um it's a process that knowing where you want to go if you say hey that's really important and your wife carla says oh yeah i want i want as much arcade games in my house as possible of course she does um i'm gonna sit there and go okay here's what you got here's where you are now here's how we're gonna do it for you now yeah we're gonna have to do a lot more podcasts well what if you and our friend q go in on it with me you pay 95% and I'll pay 5%. Does that work? Or? Yeah, get Q to set off on that. I will. Matthew. <laughs> but no, it, that is a dream. It is. Dave relates to retirees. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever had a retiree tell me that their dream is to have an arcade room and a basketball court. You need to find clients that align themselves more like me. 
<laughs> Just saying. I warned you that this was going to be a little bit of a, a fluffy topic, but it is one of my favorite topics because it sets the tone for a thought process. Mm-hmm. Um, the last episode, we talked about how a therapist makes you think. I think this is something that we, as we're talking to clients, makes people think about how they're going to do what they're going to do. Yeah. I have a dream. My friend over here, who's uh, who's now doing impersonations, <laughs> what would we like our podcast audience to do this time is I'd really like people to go to our, our website, fsrwealth.com slash podcast. Mm-hmm. And there you can see all of our old episodes, but most importantly, you can sign up for our podcast club email, which I like you named it the podcast club last time. Yeah. Uh, we will send you all of the uh, all of the shows as they come out. Or Dave, you're the one in charge of that. How does that work? Yeah, so our episodes release every Thursday early morning. And I like to send these emails out on Fridays just to give us a little more time to add extra fun stuff to the emails. And as we start going, we're going to figure out more fun things to put in these emails. I don't know what they are quite yet. But we'll figure them out. FSRwealth.com slash podcast. Pop in your name and email address. You, my friend, will receive the next Retirement email. Equals Freedom Podcast Club email. Ding, ding, ding. Um, do you want me to end it by singing Stevie Nicks again? I mean, if you want me to, I will. But if not, I understand. Wait, did you get me recording it at the beginning? Oh, yeah. Oh, so I'll just play it again. Yeah, just just reiterate it here. I do like me some Stevie Nicks. Yeah, how can you not? All right, Josh. Hey, man. Thanks for um, putting up with my mayhem again. And uh, we'll see how tonight goes with my introduction. I look forward to it. All right, Josh. Deb, bye. Thunder only happens when it's raining. Hashtag tax nerd. (laughs) 